0: Hello, yes, this is Danhausen here. Danhausen, this is, uh, for Shooting the
1: Breeze with Bash and James Yes, yeah, a podcast, a wrestling podcast of some sort based in the UK. It's quite nice. Dan Housen's here to give you a very nice, very evil shout-out of some sort. And also, you, Danhausen, wishing you the powers to knock out the breeze horse. That is, war horse in disguise, Danhausen thinks. He's not
2: quite
0: sure. But he also is uh, shooting the breeze with the breeze horse. So, you must defeat him. He's evil. Anyways,
1: love that Danhausen. Good luck. Hey, yeah, it's episode uh, seventy-seven of Shooting the Breeze with Abash,
2: and with me, James,
1: and we have a special guest uh, back again. For the
2: second, yeah,
0: second show, uh, second consecutive show,
1: second appearance from um, Mr. James Ward.
0: Please have it. Appreciate the invite, back boys.
1: Uh,
2: we had good fun last time, so <laughs> I thought, you know what? It only seems. Uh,
1: Right. Appropriate, yeah. Um, a how's everybody been in lockdown three and the deep freeze?
2: Mate, it's fucking cold.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't even care about the lockdown. It's just fucking cold. It is getting
1: cold. Getting cold, yeah.
0: You can't really do anything, unfortunately. I hit affiliate on Twitch, which is always good, so people can subscribe to me and I can earn money from
1: it. Yeah, no problems. Uh, get the plugs out the way now if you want. Your, a, Twitter handle? As
0: well. Um, I might as well get it out. It's James Vaughn fourteen for both. Twitch TV slash James fourteen. Same as uh Twitter and Instagram. Um
1: well, that's
0: pretty much the only good thing that's happened during the last two weeks. Yeah, mm-hmm.
2: to be fair, we're gonna be um I'm gonna have to be in the next coming weeks, I'm gonna have to be uh plugging a website that deals with uh Pokemon cards because i've got a connection who sorted me out with deals on big box sets and we kind of came to an understanding so yeah coming soon we're going to be promoting pokemon
1: cards yeah
2: uh, <laughs> with links on our webpage
1: <laughs> okay uh first thing i've heard about it but interesting it's only
2: a good thing it's nothing but good
1: yeah um but yeah, I want to go to say, because Captain Tom died in between us recording, so I just want to say rest in peace to Captain Tom. He seemed like a genuine human being, and if it wasn't for him, people like me wouldn't be in this country. So uh, all of us would have been speaking German instead of English.
2: Yeah. Couldn't agree more? He did a lot in a very 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 short span of
1: time. <sighs> yeah. It seems like a very interesting character as well. I did buy his book after he passed, so oh, something you? I need to start reading at some point.
2: What is it like a It's biography?
1: autobiography, yeah. Okay. So it seems pretty interesting.
2: mooch. Hmm, um, uh,
1: but yeah, like I said, uh, just wanna give our condolences out to him and his uh, family. Um, we'll go into the uh, bit of gaming news from uh, CD Projekt Red. Having everything uh, hacked and then sold onto the dark web.
2: Yep, apparently CD Projekt Red do, do not, under any circumstance, negotiate with threats or terrorism. Because <laughs> if, you, if you threaten them, they won't back up.
1: <laughs> yep, and then your shit gets uh, sold everywhere.
2: I wonder if... This is gonna have like an impact on because obviously cyberpunk had a horrendous launch with the game not working on older gen consoles and things like that i mean mid-person i'm playing it i've completed it on the series x and I absolutely loved it and i was quite fortunate in that i didn't have too many issues with it but um all of that code and everything that's been stolen would have had the updates that they have been rolling out but then also the upgrade for the Xbox Series X, where you get the enhanced version of the game, which was due to land later on this year, as well as um, Cyberpunk Online. So they've got all of that information, and they've got the enhancement for The Witcher 3, which was coming out later on this year. Now, 100% Project Red have got like backups of all this stuff, but because this stuff's been... Sold. It's out there already. The code for these enhancements and everything are out there in the wild, and that's a bit of a dangerous thing.
1: Yeah, people can mess with it. Yeah, of course. It thing, if, you, it? If,
2: if, you, if you've got, like, a basic dev kit of an Xbox Series X where you can, you know, input code and things like that, mate, you... Mate, you cause some ride damage.
1: So that's the thing. I don't know how much they were... Nobody knows the details of how much the hackers were asking for, but... The hacker's messing with you. It's not good news, isn't it? Especially with everything that's happened. Yeah, That's
2: why, that's why you shouldn't ever have just had the password as Cyberpunk Rocks 123.
0: <laughs> Lesson learned. <laughs> Unfortunately, <laughs> I was on the opposite end of the Cyberpunk experience. So I've still got a normal, just an Xbox, whichever one comes between the Xbox X and the original the Xbox S. And it was almost, wasn't unplayable, but I probably got to... You'll probably know it because you can beat the game. When you go to that guy's flat, and, you try and you've try got to find all the bits and pieces in there very, very early on in the game. But it got to a point where it was, just, it was unplayable. That mission was unplayable. I couldn't see it on my TV. My TV is brand new. And I watched a couple of people play it on PC, and the graphics difference was so extreme that I just deleted the game in the end. I deleted the game off my so it was 78 gigabytes of storage space for a game that was literally unplayable things didn't render in quick enough they didn't render in at all in certain spaces. um like the polygons on the images were poor at best and it just it just wasn't an enjoyable experience to play they they should have been honest and
2: said because obviously that game was in development for when did get it get announced like 2013 yeah it was something it was a long, it was a know, long time coming out it? seven years later they should have I think as time went on, because I reckon they re- they released that kind of intro video in 2013 with the expectations that the game would be out by, say, 2016, 2017. But then as time went on, I think they realized, shit, we're going to have to release this game on the next-gen consoles. And I think that they just really overlooked last-gen. And tried to prioritize like Xbox and PS5. I mean PS5 players have had loads of issues. The only consoles that well, the only thing that it seems to work on is the Series X and the PC. I
1: think there should have it's been
2: unfortunate.
1: Being a disclaimer. Saying, look, they should've just meant look, this is gonna be for next gen consoles, I'm sorry. Yeah, there should have had, they should have had the
2: balls to just do that. Yeah. Yeah, go away. But,
1: and, and if then you have made promises
2: to... to sponsors, to the people who have financially backed the game. And, yeah, but you think
1: know... think about the financial backers now. After this hack, no reason. Oh, mate,
2: they've all made. You know what? In the grand scheme of things, that game has already. I think it's already broken records as to how much money it's made. It's it's basically covered its production costs like fucking five ten times over. Yeah, and but that,
1: you know, with this hack, make people not. A... Not investors where are investing in a company that's basically going to get, basically got their backside torn by some hackers. You know I, what I mean, imagine it's, if they've got <laughs> the investor's information. That's what I mean. Isn't it? In them files they're they're the saying answer. they've got nobody's personal information, but it'll be all there with, in in between the code and everything. If, if you're attacking somebody's server, all the data that's on their server, you can get whatever it is
2: then if you're willing to blackmail uh, a company that makes games really what's going to stop you from blackmailing the investors or the people who are financially backing it it's not like you got the like, kind of morals like
1: yeah I don't think there was some ethical morals there <laughs> yeah. maybe i think the ethical morals for the hackers were like fuck you you lied i'm hacking you yeah
2: <laughs> I mean, the thing is i mean did either of you Witcher 3 back in the day when it first came out? I
1: heard it was buggy and glitchy. And yeah, that was a broken mess,
2: and now it's and, that, and that's probably one of the most critically acclaimed games of all time. It's
0: definitely in the top ten.
1: Mm, that, I've, I've only
0: loved. I've only ever played the fixed version of it, um, which was an enjoyable game. But I've heard a lot of people say that when it first came out, it was an absolute sham. But <laughs> I just don't think that with Southampton they was they was quick enough to react. They must have known, or they must have an Yeah, didn't they knew. Smooth. And you think that like, especially from a financial point of view, like I'm I'm lucky enough to be in a financial situation where I can pay. I think I paid eighty pounds for the game, okay. um, with the like, with additional stuff on it and whatnot. Um, and it wasn't the end of the world. But there'd be people there that that's like a lot a lot of money for them, and to spend that money on a game that doesn't work. And like, Game sent me a text message. It might have been yesterday, actually. Saying that the collector's edition is now half price, but it's half price and it's still 125 pounds. So is that the other one with the statue, it must be for, for, for 250 pounds for a game that don't work is extreme. So no one, though they making so much money? Doesn't
1: make, doesn't make any sense to me. I'm feeling that price. I, I really, understand. Really because
2: I loved it, <laughs> like I played that game. Like I think I put like. 40
1: 50 hours into it, and I enjoyed everything. <laughs> I understand that, like, <laughs> studios are gonna make a profit, etc. But the price of games now, just. Oh mate, maybe it's on. Like, It's about 100 quid a game here enough lately. Mm, like, just mate. that's a, a. Like, not a bonus edition, just like a bonus edition would probably be 100 quid, is
0: it's almost getting to the point now where if you can remember back when the n64 came out and how expensive the games were on that i know you're going back a fair few years but yeah. how, how expensive might... they were that's what it's getting into it's getting into that kind of territory now where it's becoming unaffordable to just keep buying games all the time that's why i rely on game pass i love game pass at the moment because game pass is amazing things that come out and I just buy them all the time i know it's got the rewards getting where you can get vouchers and stuff but game pass is where it's at for me personally
2: I reckon the biggest gambling game in this year is going to be when WWE 2K22 comes up. It's going to be like, do I spend the money on the game or is this going to be another broken mess? I
1: like heard, that
2: is going to be a gamble.
1: I heard AEW's game is from the previous... THQs, isn't it? Yeah, like the previous people used to make them. So. And that should be coming out soon as well.
2: I reckon that all. As soon as WWE announce anything... To do with two K twenty two, which is pretty much guaranteed it will be out probably.
1: October they, normally the this they normally announce it They normally announced it about Summer Slam time. It was on the cover, and it yeah, because October time it normally comes out just before Christmas, isn't it?
2: and then I reckon as soon as they do that, AEW will be like, right, here's our game. Yes, it's something slightly different, slightly more arcadey, but our game works. Whereas WWE will be like, here's our game that's all we're saying for now cuz we're a little bit scared.
0: Just hope for the best. See what happens. Yeah. Oh, speaking
1: yeah. about um the uh WWE, let's go into the uh Royal Rumble review. Um let's segue right into that. Do you want to go uh, match by match or do you want to just go over overall points?
2: Um <laughs> I'm happy to go overall points cuz it seems like
0: for me. It seems like forever again. Rumble. There's
1: only about two weeks ago. Rumble. Not to talk
0: about it other than just the actual 9 two matches.
1: Yeah, I thought the Kevin Owens and the um, Roman Reigns match was really good, especially the kind of high spots that we're doing. I mean, the golf cart spot was kind of stolen from AEW, but you didn't really see it coming till he Kevin Owens gets gets hit. Do you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, uh-huh. I agree with that. Fair play to Kevin Owens though, because he went all out on that spot. Yeah, all yeah. And, but then
1: he went on top of that scaffolding thing. What, what was it on? Like a forklift truck?
2: It was on a forklift. <laughs> the yeah, there was, like twenty the foot swat-tombot.
1: there. But it was the botch? That was terrible.
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean the ending.
1: Yeah, that like, the yeah the ending was botched.
2: That ruined it? the match. Like
1: that was like Kevin Owens Kevin. Uh, you were saying to me Paul Heyman was like miles away? And seemed I reckon
2: like... Paul Heyman must have been like...
1: Is that, no, that ringside, I think?
2: Technically, Kevin Owens won that match three times over.
1: Yeah.
2: did. Uh, but I I think it was miscommunication. I think Paul Heyman was supposed to be a lot closer. And I reckon he was by the ring or something. And he was supposed to be obviously closer to where the action was. And then all of a sudden, the finishing is happening. And I think Paul Heyman's had to literally just fucking toes it over to where they are because he was so late. And then obviously the had issues unlocking the, unlocking the cuffs and yeah, it ruined like, what was a very good match.
1: Yeah, and they said, "Oh, because Reigns is on his knees; he's standing." That not if you're on your knees, you're not standing. So that that was a botch on commentary as well. Was, oh, the that,
2: no, I think they were panicking on commentary trying to come up with... A yeah, way they're trying to, to justify
1: why the referee didn't count to 10 and that's why the referee had to do the bump.
0: Yeah, it's a But I, I did like that bump. It did... Like, when it happened the first time round, it happened, I thought, that's smart. That's a smart way. of just kind of keeping the time. on <laughs> And then all of a sudden, it's like...
1: yeah, All of a sudden, oh, you see Kevin Owens on camera just standing there. And
0: then the other ref's yeah. there and he doesn't count. And it's yeah. like... But... Oh... It makes you wonder why they didn't just go with something like bolt cutters just as a fail-safe, just yeah. keep it close in case it happens. But then they got, the, they got the cuffs off, and it was straight into the, the chokehold, and it was match over. I, I think, think that was because yeah. they had to rush the ending, because obviously the time, don't they? Yeah. I think that was panic in. And I, I agree. I, I think it did spoil what was a really, really good match from it, start to finish. It was the
1: best look. match on the card. Yeah. I I like the best singles match. It was the best singles match. Yeah, the best singles match on the card by far. Like, uh, it was like Sasha and Carmella were on there as well. Isn't it? it was like, it was okay. I mean, the major talking points are like, the actual number of matches, isn't it?
0: An edge. Yeah.
1: yeah. Like, Bianca, Like we predicted either it was going to be Rio or Bianca, and I thought, the spots between Bianca Belair and Naomi were really get great spots like the both of them kind of like playing off each other i think
2: the one thing that i've walked away with kind of thinking in terms of the women's royal rumble in fact royal rumbles in general they need to stop doing these spots where both wrestlers feet are like hovering above the mat because the way the amount like how good cameras are nowadays there's no way... If somebody fucks up and both their feet touch the floor, there's no way of missing it. Somebody will find it. They need to stop doing kind of bits like that because it appeared as though Bianca Blair, both right. her feet touch the floor. Now, everyone was saying, oh, yeah, her feet touch the floor. I don't actually think that they did.
1: Oh, on what spot, No, Like the end the Rhea, ending, you mean? You know
2: where Rhea yeah. and Bianca are Yeah, there, they're sitting there, like, yeah, yeah. They need to stop doing spots like that in Raw Rumbles because there's too much room for error.
1: I thought my my favourite thing was like Rhea just going look. Let's, let's get back in, in the ring. <laughs> and let's just sort it out as nobody would have won.
2: Rhea Ripley should have won, in my opinion. But I'm I'm happy for Bianca Blair and she has been very good since yeah. winning it.
1: Yeah. Didn't you win a
0: bet, James? I did, yeah. I think that <laughs> Bianca Blair would be hundred and eighty pounds. Which was put on from last year, which was always mm-hmm. good to see. Yeah, that was literally put on from I think it was like february first week in february i put her to win the women's one and then i had biggie was this with um it's quite a bit, this was
1: a uh
0: keith lee and i think adam cole as well because i was convinced that adam cole was gonna come up but i agree i agree completely with what everyone said i think it's got to the point now that the sean Michaels skin in the cat kind of move it's getting a little bit overused for me personally yeah um like the way that they constantly go through i do agree exactly what Bash said as well the stuff with banca and naomi has almost put them in a situation where they they could not necessarily go into like a feud but they they could be just like safe pair of hands to put a match on
1: Mm.
0: and have a match that can just build from anything i did have to watch in my admission i watched this raw rumble the whole pay-per-view um, twice, And I've watched the Royal Rumble matches three times now. Because the first time I watched it, I was really, really disappointed. I actually didn't like it from start to finish. And I think that might be because I was it was like four o'clock in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> About everything. Um, and then when I re-watched it, I realised, one, how good the women's match was. yeah. And then, I think the nostalgia side of things with Edge going from one to win. Um, I that's think, where it set in.
1: I think the women's one was better than the men's, to be fair. I don't know I agree. why. Yeah, just, I'm there's a slight, to agree. there was a slight something about the women's one that kind of brought it just I don't know, maybe the spots between Bianca and Rhea and like a few of people coming back like you know.
0: Yeah. I thought, for me the like the women's one was like, I had a look at the times. Um and if you take into account Bailey who was just shy of thirty minutes, so six of thirty people that went thirty minutes plus in the match. Um, and nearly half of the elimin- eliminations were between three people seven for Rhea Ripley six for Shayna Baszler and then four for Bella who was in there the longest but the people that you expect to dominate did dominate in a sense of the word Rhea Ripley you'd expect her to be a powerhouse she got seven knee-limbs.
1: yeah it was her Charlotte and, and Thingy at the end isn't Bianca the yeah. last three isn't it?
2: and they had that like, funny little face off yeah. where they were kind of just laughing like Charlotte it's almost though, like Charlotte was like just laughing like oh fuck I ain't winning this. <laughs>
1: but yeah, let's that's going to the the men's at a rumble. uh rumble, the surprises. Damien Priest
2: Damien Priest, right, uh, Damien Priest
1: eliminating Kane was like a makeup moment. I
2: called Damien Priest coming up and he had a one hell of basically he had one hell of a debut
0: in that rumble. hundred percent. 100% agree again, second most eliminations in the match and touching on what Bash just said there the fact that eliminated Kane for me, was almost a little bit of a passing of the torch, it was almost a little bit of I'm here now, like I'm here to stay he's got that kind of, he's filling that gap that someone like Kane and the taker are going to leave now that mm. they're dropping out of it and I think the fact that he got that elimination on his own when Kane's been so dominant for years and years and years
1: especially in the rumble yeah, like in the, the rumble, I think it was second most a,
0: eliminations ever. It was an arrival, and I, I really liked it. I really liked it. Carlito looks like he spent the whole of his life in the gym. Carlito well.
1: yeah. was jacked. I could if, not believe it. I was like, "Is that the same dude?" I was like, "You compare him to Christian? Like Christian is just like exactly the same." Like Christian's no. not like
2: aged, and he just looks as muscly as, if not a little bit more toned. And then you've Carlito. Got Carlito walks in like he's fucking. Eton Brock Lesnar.
1: I could not believe it. I was like, Carlito, like, you are jacked. Like, You're ready for this return. I think he's got a backstage contract, hasn't he, as a producer right now. He's doing something backstage, isn't he?
2: Who? Carlito. Yeah. So.
1: Is a part time talent? Needs... Isn't he?
2: Well. MVP, apparently, for him to get signed. So. WWE gave him a one month tribal contract which is exp- and apparently he's absolutely smashing it and WWE are beyond impressed so um, he's basically signed with the expectation that when he wants to stop he'll be transitioning to a backstage role
1: Yeah, which is fair news I mean um, yeah Christian coming back was an interesting one just to see him Yeah, apparently age. he
2: only got cleared um, the week before Rumble Mad. so that was a nice moment with like Edge kind of like looking when his music hit like oh thank god it's him
1: <laughs> and then obviously Seth came back Uh, at number what 29 probably. yeah 29 he came in everybody's like oh it's gonna be Jay White and Jay White trolled the whole internet
2: yeah Jay White's uh, staying with New Japan
1: yeah, we'll touch on that in a moment. But uh, that, it was a good rumble. I mean, obviously, Edge doing the Shawn Michaels. And I was like thinking, I forgot that, you know, obviously, Pat Patterson died. You know, and that's his, you know, creation, isn't it? So obviously, having somebody Canadian win it when Kevin Owens was in there. And Edge was there. And Edge was obviously close to Pat Patterson. Isn't it? So it's kind of a fitting passion of the Canadian, you know, torched, you know what I mean?
0: He put a shift in as well. 58 minutes thirty He was his total time that he was clocked in the match. I know that Randy Orton comes in at the same, but he wasn't in for the majority of the match.
1: But, so that's uh, the thing, you know, the beginning, uh, but really kind of like, okay, guys, obviously them being one and two, and then Randy kind of slith- slithers in at the end. I'm like...
2: I knew Randy was coming Yeah, but, yeah uh, obviously... Uh, <laughs> I, I can't stand Randy
1: Orton. I think he's very upright. I think the last couple who were in there, like Brian, when he got eliminated, I was sad. Nakamura, sad. Uh, the last couple were Christian, Edge. That, was was Seth, e. and who else uh, was there? Got
2: eliminated.
0: Yeah, Seth,
1: um, and there was one other.
0: Yeah, Christian, Seth, Randy Orton, Edge.
1: Yeah, they were the last four. Braun Strowman. Yeah, Braun Strowman. Everybody (laughs) took Braun Strowman. Uh, Oh, dear. Braun Strowman was one that I didn't like, in my opinion. I
0: just don't don't, don't understand why they do. But it doesn't make sense to put him in at number 30. Because he comes into the ring, he clears house. Like, he's almost someone that you put in mid-card. Because he's never going to win from 30. He just seemed like a bit of a... For me, personally, he seemed like a bit of a pointless number
1: 30. Oh, yeah. I forgot to mention the... uh... Beginning match, where Everybody was scared that you know Goldberg obviously loses in like a five. It was a good five minute little sprint. Yeah, I wouldn't well, say it was a bad match. It was pretty for Goldberg standards. At least it was half decent. He didn't fuck up. Do you know what, what I mean? It was, was surprising. I wasn't.
0: There? But belt to belt, that was two minutes
1: thirty-two. Apparently. So yeah. So you know, but then. I was worried when I was watching. I was like, "James Goldberg's gonna be in the Royal Rumble." I was like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> you know, please no, don't do this to us. But yeah, like I said, Edge winning was like, it was
2: it was, was, it was surprising. Debate. I'm very happy with all the work that Edge has been putting in since winning. So he he rocked upon Raw. He rocked upon he rocked upon SmackDown. Um, and it's kind of like. I don't think he's going to challenge whoever wins at TakeOver at WrestleMania. However, I do think that the NXT title will be defended at WrestleMania. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Yeah, um, i are kind of
1: going to um, that in a bit. Isn't
2: it? I kind of hope it's Pete Dunne, but I don't think it's going to be.
1: Next to um, we'll roll into the... If it's a half... It was a pretty decent Royal Rumble from start to finish. It
2: was. Like, um, obviously,
1: there uh, they're, they're actually, you know... Dropped the women's tag titles finally, which is half decent, you know. Making well, yeah, because
2: the person that the people that they've dropped them to, <laughs> what about Nia Jax and her new, uh,
1: my hole, my hole? Yeah, <laughs> 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 <God>. she's <clears throat> a bit of a hole, <sighs> but yeah, uh, do you want to review? Do you want to go over some other stuff before we going to take or do you want to? Do all your takeover stuff and then go from there. Like, do takeover, Elimination Chamber, then run into, like, what's going on in New Japan and AEW. The only
0: thing that I'd throw in just as a passing comment about the women's one, um, which did disappoint me, was Alexa Bliss. minute.
1: Yeah, but the one thing that really annoyed me, was there's no continuity with Randy Orton's face, like, if you're burnt, like he comes if, back, if, your you're bu- if you're burnt in real life, yeah, those burns don't go away within a week. You know, he's wearing a mask in the promo, and then he comes out and is like, oh, yeah, my face is completely fine. It's like, mate, the vib- if a fireball hit your face and you got third-degree burns. You know, my, my,
2: theory, my what it reminds me of with uh, Alexa Bliss, it was like, you know how like they attacked her while she was kind of transitioning and then that's why they managed to get her out so easy made me think of you, did you ever watch dragon ball z when you're a kid in bits and pieces i didn't watch it religiously yeah, no. so with dragon ball z you'd have like three episodes where somebody's like transforming and like pairing up so say going level one to level two it'll be like over yeah. two episodes it takes that long for them to transform what they should have done disrupt the transformation and fuck him
0: off and then that way you beat the bad guy it, it made it just when it happened I thought yeah 100% she's going to come back in the rumble she's going to come back in as a transformation at some point and then because at that point I didn't know that Natalia was guaranteed number 30 and it came out and it was just a bit flat I just thought uh, you've built her up in this transformation she had all these good matches and then all of a sudden
1: you mean like the three faces of formerly
0: yeah almost exactly like that I just thought it was perfect like, I wouldn't expect it to win but if she was to then come back into the Rumble uh one of the other spots as a transformed version and just wreak havoc for a little bit it was almost it would have been a nail done story
1: probably yeah, Um, I don't know what they're doing with her right now
0: I don't either like,
2: I was expecting The Fiend to be in the Rumble but
1: yeah.
2: apparently the, I mean it's inevitable that it's going to be The Fiend versus Austin at Wrestlemania yeah it is and that's going to be the final match. And to be honest, I think that the, the Fiend has to win. But I just don't know when he's going to come back. Is he going to come back at limit limited and, you know, cost Randy during the match or, you know?
1: Yeah, like I said, we're going to that in a, a moment, or would you? mm
2: mm-hmm. um, I mean, take over then?
1: Uh, yeah, we'll quickly run through the card. It seems like a half-decent takeover, to be fair. Uh, yeah, I mean, you
2: got the Dusty Rhodes classic, the men's and the women's.
1: you got the uh, triple threat match between E.O., Tony Storm, and Mercedes Martinez. Um, but, but then... That's going to be a good... Yeah, it is. I then...
2: think uh, Martinez is taking that belt.
1: Yeah, well, I don't know why I see CEO losing that belt because they signed a lot of new Japanese talent. Not that she that she's not had a good run, she's had an amazing run, and she's been probably mm-hmm. one of the best women's wrestlers. On there, I think
2: she's needed on the main roster.
1: Yeah, I think her and Asuka will have a killer match. If they yeah. had a match. Would kill.
0: Match as well.
1: Yeah, no. so I think. Because it's near Mania it's about time that if she is going to go up, it's time for her to drop the belt. I think, you know, I got this gut feeling that it's, it's Tony time for some reason. Don't know why. Like, I haven't seen much of the build between all of them. If it'd so. be one of
2: them, I'd be happy for Io, Io Shirai to retain. And I'd also be happy if either of the contenders won, Because it'd mix it up a little bit, but then both are deserving. So yeah. I don't think there's a I don't think there's an outcome of that match that'll make me pissed off or walk away unhappy.
1: Which is probably what you want from a match, really. Oh
2: well,
0: yeah, exactly.
1: Yes. Uh do you wanna add anything, James, to that one?
0: Um no, I agree with Venice. Um from what I can remember seeing, I believe Tony Storms is actually the bookie favourite. I think she's the favourite to win the match. Um I can't I think whoever wins, if it's not... If Shirai doesn't retain, I think whoever wins will be a transitional champion of some degree. Um, But I suppose it's one of them. It's almost a a win-win situation. Whoever wins that is still going to be able to carry it. There's not like a foregone conclusion that you can guarantee that somebody's not going to win. It's it's an actual triple threat match where I look at it and think, anyone could realistically win this match and anyone realistically could then carry the belt forward. Um, I think in and around the Wrestlemania I think it will change again it just it's Shirai actually loses the belt for the first time then whether one of the other two people lose it I think in and around Wrestlemania I think the belt will change anyway so I do think if it's not Shirai retaining it, it'll be a transitional champion that wins
1: yeah but the thing is they're not putting on takeovers with the big pay-per-views anymore so
2: that's why I think you're going to find that there's going to be a lot of NXT matches in, at Mania because, obviously, they've got to cover
1: two nights, haven't they? Yeah. I, mean, I think they're just going to put one NXT match on. I don't think they're going to do a lot of NXT matches, unless the card's really bad. Have they
0: announced if there's going to be a pre-show on both nights? Or is it just going to be the main show?
1: There'll probably be a pre-show. They'll always do a pre-show, it? Yeah, I don't know mm. if they're be
0: on both nights. Not, cause I suppose you can shoot in some matches there, or they
1: about... Yeah, but I don't think the the one NXT on the same level that's why they're doing separate pay-per-views and things for it now instead of lumping it all together
2: yeah I do like that they're giving the um, NXT takeovers like their own like unique names like the old like wrestling pay-per-view names have now like transitioned to NXT I do like that
1: yeah you mean like Vengeance or yeah In Your House and things like that Mm. yeah yeah Entity yeah uh, you got the women's Dusty Cup final. Uh, Dakota Kai, Raquel Gonzalez, Ember Moon, and Shotzi.
2: Shotzi, hundred percent Shotzi.
1: <sighs> the way they've been building Raquel Gonzalez.
2: Mate, Shotzi, Shotzi Blackheart is the future of. Shotzi is the future. The yeah? women's division.
1: <laughs> she's gonna, she's gonna win. If she wins that cup, that's that's her on another level.
0: I would agree. I would 100% agree. And the only thing that I can't see, like you just said, Ricardo Gonzalez is an absolute animal at the moment. I think... I've got a feeling that that's going
1: to be the split up between Gonzalez and the Kai. Kai,
0: yeah, you know, I make think her single. Yeah, and then let her, let her run her I wouldn't be surprised yeah, if girl Deco- Kai is onto the main roster.
1: Yeah, because Kai is in the Rumble, is it?
0: Yeah, just as someone that it kind of just fills the gap on the... I don't think she'll be a mainstay, but I think she'll fill a gap. And I think Gonzalez is destined to be a champion at some point. So I think that's probably the the path that they're going to take.
1: Yeah. You're right there. Uh, The next match is uh, MSK, who I formerly known as the Rascals in Impact. Nash Carter and Wesley versus the Grizzled Young Veterans. I'm going to go for the Grizzled Young Veterans for some reason.
0: Yeah, uh, Yeah, and I think I'm gonna third that as well. They've been there with about in the last set. I've actually had the pleasure of watching these. Do have a match in person at Fight Club Pro? Um, when there was the Rascals, there was part of like a part of a couple of yeah, matches. Yeah. Oh, I was there. Was really yeah, he was there when we got the T-shirt. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, oh, is that them? Yeah, that's yeah, them. Yeah, the it? Rascals. Oh, about <laughs> oh two thirds of them. One of them, yeah. one of them didn't sign, so it's basically two thirds of them. But sure. I
0: think I think it's going to be a really good match, and I would love to see Glueing veterans on the main roster, just because I great. They right? I really do think they are. They're really good wrestlers. They're both good on the mic. Um, I can't remember what the board one's name. is no chance for it. Zach so uh, Gibson. Zach that, that Gibson. That's what. Um,
1: I think Soon one. Soon to be.
0: Yeah. It's... And I really think he's top tier on the mic, and I think the Rascals are unbelievable athletes. I think it, for me. It's got potential to be match of the night.
1: Match of the night. Uh, probably one of the tag team matches of the year. Yeah, I really do. I the really the, think the I way like the way the Dusty Rhodes like tag team classic finals have been in recent times tends to be one of the matches of the year. Uh, yeah, even though it's the beginning of the year. Sorry.
0: It's another match on the card where there's, it's win win. Whoever wins that match are worthy winners. MSK they've been built up as like a, a team that they've came in they've already got followings from Impact and um, like the Independence scene, so they, there's no harm in them winning, and I think the Grizzly Young Vetchers there's no harm in them winning as well, but also if they lose again then that storyline they can build into it really isn't I really don't see any kind of loss a ever wins that match, but I do think it'll be a good match
1: Yeah, I would prefer the Vets to win for some reason even, sorry, even though the Heels I really like their work as a tag team I As wrestlers, and they're like a solid, solid tag team. That's what NXT needs, like a proper, not heel-ish, but like a solid team-ish. Do you reckon Mm. reckon
2: the Grizzled Young veterans are kind of destined to be sticking around in the States in that NXT, or do you reckon they're just going to head back to the UK when they can?
1: I think they're there now. if If they win the cup, they're there, like Pete
2: i think that'll also be a deciding
0: factor
1: yeah and the only anything? other
0: thing that i could i can think of that may come into play is whether they they keep the guise veterans there because they should be in there and whether they've used this tournament just to get msk straight through into the main roster and because of the lack of tag teams they're already an established tag team do you give them a run in the dusty cup or Dusty classic just to get their to get their brand out there and then if they lose this just put them straight into the main roster and just start forcing out. Because do you think across from SmackDown, the tag team division, it seems to be just getting worse and worse? Mm. Yeah.
1: It is true. I, I guess we'll that. have to see where they go with that. Uh, the probably semi main is Johnny Gargano and Kushida.
2: Kushida is winning that belt. Johnny Gargano is the king of transitional champions.
1: He yeah. never holds on to belts long. Yep. Yeah, I do have a point there, but... Everybody used to say that about Sasha, remember? and Sasha's held a SmackDown belt for a long time. And... So it all yeah, comes really? down to, you know... <laughs> so you're saying not really, but she's taking it to Mania, which she's never done before, so... Yeah, and she's losing it at Mania. Yeah, but she's taking it there. That's the point I'm trying to make, isn't it? You uh... know? But yeah, I'm thinking. I'm thinking Kushida as well. Yeah. For some reason, he's got a. He's been there for a while now. He needs, he needs a title. He needs to,
2: something, and like since he's been back, he's ruthless. He's been yeah. kicking ass. Yeah. Although I do like the the whole kind of like Dexter Loomis and Kushida. I think they've got like a weird little. Yeah, kind of chemistry.
0: I think there's there's too many outside interference factors from the little stable that Gargano. Yeah,
1: yeah, that's just. The yeah,
0: they are annoying. They make me think that Kashida's going to come away. I do think that something's going to happen. Mm-hmm. The only fear with Gargano is that at what point do they they pull the trigger and move him up? If he wants to move up, that is.
1: Man, they would have put that in the rumble, then.
0: Yeah, would
1: have been in the rumble then if they to pull the trigger.
2: Maybe after Mania, because you know the lights hit
0: the reset mm-hmm. button after Mania. Yeah, and I think, do they keep him as a champion up until then? Or like James says, do they let him be a transitional champion? So I think he's going to be one of the people for me, from what I've watched. I prefer him when he's in the chase, rather than when he's the actual champion. Yeah. When he's chasing the belt, and I think, arguably, there's a game, he's probably, i said it over and over again, he's probably another match where NXT can't really lose. Yeah. let gargano carry on i just think if it's an an outside interference do they then does that then give them the platform to have another match where it's kushida versus gargano and outside interference is banned (laughs) i
2: think that the only benefit of gargano retaining is that he'll then have a feud with dexter loomis
1: who will take it off him but for me kushida needs he needs
2: needs it more Yeah. It's the person.
1: If you're going to make somebody and you're going to make them, like, you come in from Japan with, like, you know, like Nakamura esque, and then kind of like, you know, stop started, stop started, and then if he doesn't win this match, then that's it. He's, in, he's on the back burner. You yeah. which is a shame. Mm. But I guess we'll have to wait and see. And then you have the uh, main Avento with uh, Europe's finest wrestlers. I don't even want to call this. I don't Um. know. I was saying to James, this is what's going to happen. The NXT men's title is going to be defended on that one of the WrestleMania because Edge was, you know, lurking around. So they're going to have that on the show. And who's the bigger name between Pete Dunne and Finn? It's Finn, isn't it? And And it's Vince's. Vince is WrestleMania and it's not exactly Triple H and exactly running Mania is he?
2: Oh, if, if you went to Vince McMahon and says, right do you know who Finn Balor is he'd be like mm, yeah do you know who Pete Dunne is? No,
1: yeah, no Nothing against Pete Dunne I think it's going to no, be No Pete
2: a... Dunne's like I want Pete Dunne to win given but... the choice out of the two of them I'd have Pete Dunne win because then that way it frees up Balor to finally go back to the main roster and Pete Dunne is a deserving champion
1: It's going to be a stellar match either way but it's you know, going to
2: be an amazing match, and I hope that Pete Dunn wins.
1: If, if if you're looking at it on the perspective of what's going on at WrestleMania. But then who's then to say you Pete.
2: could never rematch Pete Dunn versus Balor at Mania? Yeah, very
0: true. Uh, and then I'd still have Pete Dunne win. <laughs> Whatever happens, I don't think it will be the end of it. And I do think Pete Dunn will be a champion before the end of the year. Yeah. Um of some description. I think it's gonna be an it's gonna be an unbelievable match. Do you, I think that Pete Dunne is the right person to take the belt off Balor? is in how strong Balak has be? Probably not but then from what I've read
2: online, the idea for Mania is it's gonna be Finn Balor versus Carrion Cross. At Mania. Completely yeah,
1: forgot about it. Cross is one St. belt, do not
2: and I think karrion Cross will take it off Finn at Mania, and then it'll be back to the whole reset, but like WrestleMania reset. karrion Cross will win. Finn Balor will be on Raw, the the Raw after Mania. Yeah, yeah, I
0: forgot about karrion and Cross
2: to be honest. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah, because
1: he blew out his shoulder. Didn't he?
2: Yeah, he didn't lose the title. He had to vacate it, so, so basically
1: like, he has does have a rematch clause, and them doing it at Mania is. You can see Karen Cross coming out afterwards, unless Edge decides to put a spanner in the works, but we don't know what's going on there. I
2: don't, the only upside of Edge,
1: I want to see Edge and Banner
2: is the fact that his wife works on NXT. I want to see Edge and (laughs) Banner,
1: fucking hell, that'd be the match.
2: You used to say that you can't see that match after Mania,
1: no, because then whatever belt. Edge wins. He's going to be on that brand.
2: So,
0: I'm guessing SmackDown. Yeah. yeah he's pretty much inclusive in SmackDown. I think the way that I look at it is...
1: Because if, he, if he's... If he's not pointing somebody over...
2: Actually, I put Finn on SmackDown.
1: <laughs> if he's not pointing anybody over, if he's winning... If he's winning the belt, whatever belt he challenges for, he's going to be on that brand, isn't he? He's not going to go running around all three brands.
2: And also... Um Balor has got unfinished business with the fiend yeah
1: yeah uh, let's roll into some of the elimination chamber stuff before we get to some other stuff it should be I'm a good, looking
2: forward to this should
1: chamber. be should be a good takeover from start to finish the base looking you know
2: takeovers don't tend to disappoint but this one like sometimes takeovers takeovers have questionable lineups This one's
1: fairly solid. Start to finish, yeah.
2: Yeah, start to finish.
1: Pretty sweet takeovers of the takeover. Uh, We're going to the elimination chambers. Uh, you got the actual men's chamber match for the WWE title. I don't see Finn losing that belt. I mean, not Finn. (laughs) I mean, McIntyre losing the belt.
2: Yeah, not in a month or Sunday. Okay, year. my prediction, and I, I put this on the Twitter and I said it to you, Bash. Miz gets eliminated first. Final two are Shea and McIntyre.
1: Come with him, grab in.
2: McIntyre oh. wins, but those pair kill one another. And then Miz does a cash-in. <laughs> I don't know if he wins or not, but a cash-in will be attempted by Miz.
1: But then they lock the door, it.
2: Yeah, but the... He, there's a way around that. Perhaps they
1: destroyed so they themselves to the point
2: that they somehow burst out of the chamber, or Miss could run down with the briefcase and, and the, the rest just come fucking in, yeah. opens the door because he knows what to do.
1: Yeah, yeah, because he can have a back, championship match at any time, is it? So did Miz... that
0: you know, they did you, before. Was he did he not get a title shot after an elimination chamber match when Vince
1: McMahon brought Batista back? I don't he
0: know. May have done. <sighs> Is that, for... the bell.
1: <laughs> is that for the range one?
0: Um, no, that was from... Um, this was just going back to, to saying why James was going on about with The Miz.
1: Oh, um, yeah, yeah. How,
0: how he's going to get introduced back into some match. I think it does... I agree with everything he says. It makes a lot of sense, and it is a good storyline. But I feel like, is that going to be... Is it going to be one or the other? Because I think... Are they going to do something with the Fiend around the order? I don't think they'll do two completely different things.
1: I think the, the Fiend... Is gonna be underneath the fucking ring. Yeah. And like come up and do his thing. Like when Randy Orton's there or com- like comes out or cost Randy Orton a match somehow. You know I'd and like then...
0: it. I don't know how they would do it, but I'd like it if like it just went dark and then the thing that appeared in one of the plexiglass pods <laughs> with Randy Orton <laughs> Actually, yeah, imagine <laughs> this gets eliminated and then the lights go off and, <laughs> and the fiend uh,
2: just, just use in his pod.
1: pod. <laughs> Which should be pretty fun, I think. I, th- I think that's a good chat.
2: Okay, I want that to happen now I can,
0: <laughs> I, can, I can vision it in my head, and then the fiend's just in the match. <laughs> but I agree with what Bash said <coughs> right at the beginning. I you're doing this. I think it'll be Drew versus Sheamus at WrestleMania. Um, oh uh, uh, yeah, that, that's just, like that. Oh, oh, it's it's a it's a horrible thought, but there's there's they're not building to anything other than that. I think. Edge is going to fight Randy Orton. No Randy Orton um, he's going to fight Roman Reigns. I think he's going to go with SmackDown, which leaves realistically there's only Drew McIntyre and versus Sheamus. So it's a viable option for a build over. The, I suppose it can do anything in six weeks, but I maybe, think maybe the
2: Fiend point. just comes back at Elimination Chamber and then they have one match at the following Raw. The Fiend wins it and then the Fiend goes after
0: McIntyre. <laughs> just, <laughs> just kill off that feud fast. Randy Orton's clinging on to every feud he's knocking around at the moment. He's got a feud with Alexa Bliss, he's got a feud with The Fiend, he's got an ongoing feud with Edge.
1: Yeah, but his face he's ain't burnt. Feud, he's
0: got a feud with every legend he comes across.
1: But his face isn't burnt.
0: <laughs> yeah, true. mate. Burn mate, the guy's Randy face. Awesome. I just can't get behind the guy. He's I just, healed quick. He literally healed quicker than John Cena in 2008. <laughs> <laughs> then burns.
1: Oh. I miss Cena. <laughs> <laughs> Cena's turning up at me and he's doing something.
2: Cedar, I miss Cena, I miss Cena.
1: You never know where you got till it's gone lads. Yeah. I don't know. It's Very true. The, the road, apparently, the he's not
2: coming back to WWE because the character that he's portraying in the new Suicide Squad movie has just been given the Green Litter series based on that character. Oh. So he's he's now, that's it. Cena's gone off to the races. He is Mr. Hollywood.
1: Yeah. He's turned into a Rock. The person you well, said do would never be. Yeah, part two. Yeah, you got the odd women's match of Asuka versus Lacey Evans for the title.
0: Lacey Evans
1: is going to win that match. <sighs> oh know. yeah, that, 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 that's. Uh-huh. Oh, fucking that Asker really over did. before Mania again.
0: I really think that I really think that Lacey Evans is going to win that match. The only thing that so it's so for... Lacey
1: Evans and Charlotte at Mania and the fucking yeah, over just, again.
0: It's the only thing I could hope for is that it's all been a play by Ric Flair and Charlotte Flair, and then Ric turns on Lacey to cost her the match, and then Charlotte turns heel again and sticks with Ric Flair. But that's just me thinking of the very hopeful because I think that Lacey Evans is going to win, and it's going to be Lacey Evans versus Charlotte at WrestleMania, which is a match.
1: Oh, not I'm not interested.
0: yourself in the face, and It's
1: just... It's just like, terrible, it's like, it doesn't make, it's just bad sense. Like Poor Asuka. I know, poor Asuka, she, like, she runs through the year, halfway through the year, you know, keeping everything, they're charging over, keeping everybody entertained having um,
2: multiple belts, and then as soon as it gets to WrestleMania, he's like, no, 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 we can't
0: trust you at Mania.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, like every year, every year before Mania, she gets fucked over.
0: She really deserves She really deserves it as well. I think through, for me personally, through the coronavirus period, if you're looking at probably the last 12 months or so, um, she's been top three superstars on, like, in the WWE, in terms of what she's done. And, and the she,
1: ent- entertainment value.
0: Yeah, and exactly, and if you put it the other way around, and if you, if you took the year that she's had and you give it to, say AJ Styles, just so I can see his name on the screen at the moment, he then main event WrestleMania and no one would bat an eyelid. Yeah. That's the kind of year that she's had, and so the fact that she's more than likely not even going to be a part of it, or she might get thrown in a, as a tag team match, or
1: she'll get thrown she, in the it, in that rumble smart. yeah,
0: or a triple threat match. The fact that she's just going to get tossed to the side. Don't even mind, she probably kept the raw side of the women's championship alive for the past 12 months
1: it is a shame the only two good reasons raw is half decent is her and samoa joe and yes, samoa joe's but, on commentary
2: samoa joe needs to get back in the ring
1: samoa joe on commentary is the only reason why i watch raw So i not i'll just grab the highlights of it and be like if it wasn't for joe on commentary i wouldn't watch it to be honest the best show wwe is doing like a singular tv show it's probably NXT and SmackDown. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, by far.
0: I agree with that entirely. I just tune into the whole highlights of Raw now because there's nothing that draws me into watching.
1: No. So no. I
2: would do the same with Raw and SmackDown. I just watch the like 40 minute version that's on YouTube because <laughs> I, I couldn't sit through three hours of Raw.
1: <laughs> yeah. Not now. No. In a long shot. Um, yeah. Let's go to the other bits and pieces and news that... Uh, uh oh yeah, I forgot oh. to mention the triple threat US title match as well. Between So who is it? Is it Lashley, Riddle and Keith Lee.
0: I'm going Keith for Lee. And the reason I'm going for Keith Lee is because I think if Riddle wins the title, it kind of nullifies where they go with any of them storylines there. But I think considering Riddle and Bobby Lashley have had matches backwards and forwards and he's had the opportunities to fight for it. I think if Keith Lee comes in and wins the title, that straight away gives them the opportunity to build something on that for a match between Keith Lee and Riddle. And they obviously have worked together years and years in the independents. I think that's almost a It's a just a, it's an easy door. It's an easy for you to build and an easy match or an easy series of matches to get out of it. I do think that Bobby Lashley. Was, I think Bobby Lashley'll be the main event pitcher coming out the back end of WrestleMania, um, mm. uh, so I think Which really... I'm okay with,
2: actually. I think Ever since he's been paired with MVP, I yeah. think... Give me a couple of matches of McIntyre versus...
1: Lashley.
2: Lashley. I can live with it. Like I don't want to see it too often, but I don't mind
0: seeing it once or twice. It's, it's a palate cleanser. at the end. Of the day. It's just two big hosses, isn't it? It's just going to be a hoss spot. It's going to be big power moves. you probably get matches that are 10, 10 minutes long. But that's all you need from them. You'll you'll be able to get a series out of it quite easily.
1: Mm. Yeah, I'm gonna go. Oh, for... talking
0: about Keith
2: Lee, Keith um, Lee. he uh, got engaged. Oh, yeah, congratulations!
1: Weekend, uh, congratulations, Keith. Keith Lee.
2: Yeah. Uh, so me him and Keith Lee, yeah, they got engaged. I think it was two days ago. Or was it yesterday? Yes, but yeah, about. so yeah, they are now engaged, and WWE kind of posted, "Oh, you know, congratulations." So apparently, this engagement is blessed, whereas you know, <laughs> Lana and Rusev back in the day didn't ask permission beforehand, and it ended up costing Rusev his career.
1: Yeah, um, well, kind of ish, because he's in AEW, but I don't know what he's doing really. Uh, the other news the major other news from other places like new japan you finally are getting to see kenta versus moxley at the end of the month for the u.s belt on new japan strong
2: well they had the match on uh thursday the tag match match. it was actually pretty good i won't lie it's very rare i praise AEW, but that was a good match
1: well the forbidden door because it's on new japan global now as well and everyone's talking about the forbidden door and people working between them two companies it seems slightly have opened up a bit i've
0: been been looking into this quite a bit recently because i've seen a few things and it kind of ties in with the because they're on the, the 26th of february and there's another there's another main event on the 19th of february it seems like almost all of the the other promotions starting to kind of interlink or they're starting to mingle with each of us so on the 19th of February Al Phantasmo and Leo Rush have got a match but Leo Rush um, is now currently a dual champion across MLW, he's their middleweight champion and he won the Cruiserweight title for AAA, um last couple of weeks so he's a dual champion across two promotions if you link them all together with New Japan and AEW and then the AEW and right. this stuff, it's getting to the point now where there's four, five, six different companies. Obviously, with New Japan, you'll bring in the, the Ring of Honor stuff. There's a lot of companies now that are starting to just, starting to mingle together a little bit and starting to interact with each other.
1: I, I, sorry. Yeah, um, kind of... I was like, it feels like the old NWA days, where yeah. you get like the best of everybody in, like, one because AEW is kind of the most... But from like, a U.S. standpoint, the most. Like, I'll start paying attention when
2: Naito or Kota Ibushi rock up on AEW. Then you'll have my attention, or vice versa. Kenny Omega, Moxley, uh, Jericho again. If they suddenly appear in New Japan, or, or and vice versa, then I'll pay attention.
1: Yeah, like you said, like I was saying earlier, you've got Jay White. Um, Go he's re-signing again i don't know how long for but he's he's back you he, like he trolled everybody on the internet thinking he's going to be in the room. but he turns up the day after in Korukan which is a um, pretty interesting he's having his match with ishii at the end of the month at castle attack so like the stuff that on the new beginning tour like the best matches were probably Tanahashi Shingo and then you had Show versus Hiromu which were pretty good matches.
2: The great like, dudes has just won a
1: belt. Yeah, I know, yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. A okay.
2: bit like, bit random, like.
1: <laughs> but yeah, like I said, like, this whole, like, AEW seems to be the like, I want to, I can't say NWA like, over the but like the whole cross promotional things. Started to open up a lot more. Which would be interesting to. See who's coming back and forth. And stuff like that. Obviously with the pandemic. It's kind of a bit difficult for people to. Travel and it. Because they've got to do 14 day quarantines and stuff. But once the. Quarantine stuff and everything. Hopefully gets back to some sort of. normality, You never know what you might be able to see. Which would be pretty interesting. Because obviously AEW is working with uh impact, triple kind of what you said, MLW, New Japan ish kind of right now. So, be interesting to see what happens and where they go.
2: Definitely.
1: James James, wanna add anything?
0: I think it's I think it's just exciting. It's exciting to see that there's these little ideas of. Who's going to link in with everyone? Because it's now putting people in a situation where you're going to start tuning into these shows, and it starts to grow a little bit. I agree with what James said. Just, um, I think there's a lot of like with intermingling between AEW and New Japan. I think it's waiting for a couple of like top big name stars to make that
1: that jump over
0: to kind of add validity to it. But I think with the travel restrictions, it's difficult. But it makes me now think of. Like when I seen the stuff with Leo Rush, especially because I do watch MLW every now and again because I, I like their battle riots and they like the battle roars that they do. And then I seen that he was the AAA champion. I thought, well, he's doing all right for himself now. So that's when I started looking into facts fact, and I happened to see that he was part of the of the February 19 show as well. To so see that he's a double champion after being released <laughs> from WWE, it puts you in a situation where you'll start tuning into these shows. You'll start tuning into, in fact, I watch AEW. Normally when it comes out, like it's released and then it gets released a couple of days later and I'll watch it then. Um, but I thought you tune in to try and catch some bits of it just to see who turns up, especially with the stuff now between Kenta and John Moxley, because I do think that match is set to be insane. That it's made me want to start watching the programmes just to catch up. Or I find myself scrolling through YouTube and just catching like the highlights of... Yeah. Uh, TNA or the highlights of MLW, just to see what's happened, just to keep in touch with things. So it's certainly a good, it's certainly a good project, and I think I agree exactly what you said. It is, it is a little bit like NWA and a little bit like the territories. You know, It'll just be interesting to see if it does gain a little bit of a snowball effect and it gains a bit of momentum.
1: I think James put put it right on the head. It's about those big names. If, yeah, like, yeah, you know, if it's that's
2: if, when you'll know that it's becoming. A big like, thing. It's not like, just like...
1: If they, if they get, like... Because the books have been tight with Okada since the old TNA day, so if you see Okada rocking up, that's, yeah, when, you, I mean, that, that's when you're going to know the relationship's, like, solid, solid. Like,
2: if you wanted to give me an yeah. ultimate oh my oh my fucking God moment, let's say they have the, the next pay-per-view, Kenny Omega's just won against, I don't know, fill-in-the-blank, Challenger. And then all of a sudden all of a sudden a vignette with a Carter on the screen appears. Like when Jericho debuted in New J- well, when he came back in New Japan. Oh my god. You give me a card versus Omega again, but this time for the AEW title. You could sell me that pay per view for fifty quid and I'll be like, you know what? Fuck it, I'll make a night out of it.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you knocked a nail on the head. I think we've covered everything there, so uh James, you wanna Plug your things again at the end. Uh,
0: Yeah, thank you. It's James Vaughan fourteen. That is on Twitch and on Instagram and on Twitter. I think it's the same for everything, in fact. Uh,
1: You can find me uh, at the broken point one on the Twitter and. And you can
2: find me at breeze underscore shooting. Uh,
1: Thanks very much, lads. I appreciate you being on here and uh, giving me both your perspective on things, and uh, hopefully you enjoy. Takeover and um, what's next? Takeover and elimination uh, chamber, chamber yeah. and we'll come back for a review show and Mox's match will be after that as well. So we'll come Wicked. back all together probably after the elimination chamber.
2: Wicked. Okay. Be
1: a good couple of weeks of wrestling. It looks mm-hmm. like yeah. But yeah, happy wrestling, guys. Take care. And you stay guys. safe. So it's it's good. Awesome. Good yeah. Thank yeah. you. Bye. Bye.